welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This one's called Crazy Congressional Calamities. Oh my. Which is an alliteration and a great name. And the reason we're calling it that is because there's been a lot of shit happening recently with Congress going just absolutely insane. Both houses of Congress, too. Both sides. The House of Representatives and the Senate. Oh, yeah. And state houses. Oh, yeah. Completely off their rockers. Mm -hmm. All the Republicans, or at least a big chunk of them, have bought into the big lie from Donald Trump. And you may have heard, but this week was the week where they blocked legislation that would have created a bipartisan independent commission to study the January 6th riot insurrection that happened. And what's really fucked up about it to me is that they they did a filibuster. They they did the thing that everyone hates, the filibuster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh the vote actually was <laughs> I didn't know this, but the vote failed 54 to 35, so they only needed six more. Wow. And it would have passed. Wow. Because they have to get to 60. Right, yeah. Because the Senate is crazy and the rule is you have to get to 60 for some fucking reason. But six Republicans did vote with Democrats, six of them. Um, It was Cassidy, Collins, Murkowski, Portman, Romney, and Sass. I'd say make note of those because they might be the only Republicans with any sense. Yeah, they, they voted with the Democrats, but it wasn't enough. Because that's how stupid the rules are with... Uh, the filibuster. In fact, to show you how stupid, if you want an idea of how stupid the filibuster is, it's theoretically possible that you could take senators from the 21 least populated states. They could cause a bill to die. And they represent uh, 11% of the population of the United States. Wow. 11% of the population in the United States can just overrule a bill and just say, nope, we're killing it. That that really puts it into perspective. Mm-hmm. Of just how bad that really is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, in fact, most people wanted this bipartisan commission. If you look at the past when Republicans uh, had terrible events happen, they wanted commissions. Uh, they argued for years about Benghazi and they had a Hillary Clinton testifying for 11 oh. hours. Oh, yeah. And all that stuff over Benghazi years after it had happened. And right. yet... And this time, though... It's been months. It just... Yeah, just a few months ago. And they just want to let it go. And it's, like, insane to me because they were there. I know, right? Many of them literally physically were there the day it happened. I know. And yet they seem to just want to sweep it under the rug. Let's pretend it wasn't a thing. Those, I know. Those were tourists, Jason. They yeah. were not insurrectionists. It's really, really crazy. And what also is really crazy is that some of them, including Donald Trump himself, have been against the filibuster and wanted to get rid of it. In fact, at a rally before Trump got elected, he said, we have to get rid of the filibuster or else Republicans will get nothing done when I win, which is exactly, almost exactly what happened, except for that one fucking tax cut. (laughs) Yep. So you got to rethink your position when you align with Donald Trump. But in this case, the filibuster is fucked and... Again, it screwed us over again, and thank you to the Senate for that just lovely just yeah, mess. we're just going to pretend January 6th never happened. Mm-hmm. Well, the Democrats are going to stick on it, but then it's going to stay political, so they're going to have yeah. to form a partisan committee, which is... Right, that does no good. You want both <sighs> sides to be on board and saying this is fair, and we're going to investigate and make a determination. Yeah, and it's like, do we happen. really... I mean, there's footage. 
There's video, hours and hours, like just endless video out there for people to see what happened. These weren't tourists touring the Capitol building, enjoying the day. They were literally trying to stop Congress from doing its congressional duty, which is the definition of an insurrection. Yes. The most anti-democratic thing that's happened in this country since the Civil War. And just, nah, we're just going to forget about it. Nah. Actually, in the Civil War, they didn't even get a Confederate flag into the Capitol. So it was actually worse. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's fucked up. Well, speaking of nuts and stupidity, it's not all kept to just the Senate. Some of it is in Congress as well. Yeah, I think it like rolls downhill. It start, The craziness starts in the Senate and just funnels down into the House. Where it festers mm-hmm. and cesspools itself. Yeah, it doesn't get light and it just like breeds <laughs> yes. gross fungus. And one of the worst funguses in Congress is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. Have you heard she's lately one of the worst people I've ever heard of <laughs> like what she's done lately. So just a couple of weeks ago, she wound up getting fined five hundred dollars for refusing to wear a mask on the Congress floor. Mm-hmm. Because even though the CDC has lifted the mask mandates for people who are vaccinated, yada, yada, yada. Pelosi has kept a mask mandate for Congress, basically because not all of them are vaccinated yeah. yet. People like Green, for example, haven't gotten the shot and say that they're not going to. Yeah. So Pelosi's like, well, we're going to keep wearing masks then. That's ridiculous. And so she refused to wear one in protest and got fined. Wow. Which, by the way, they they take the fine out of the Congress members pay. Okay. So did you know how much they make? No. So members of Congress are paid $14,500 a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. That sounds like a good job. I, think I need to run for office. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It's, it's, it doesn't seem like you have to do very much. Yeah, really? For real? God. So if you if you do it again, so that's the first fines, 500. If you violate it again, it's 2,500. Imagine if it was the other way. Imagine if there was a Democrat who just wouldn't listen to the leader of the House who was a Republican and just flauntingly disregarded their rules how up in arms the republicans would be and they'd say we got to impeach him and dismiss him out of our oh yeah they would be all besides themselves i know imagine think about how mad they got when obama wore a tan suit (laughs) that's yes could you imagine somebody flagrantly just saying i'm not gonna follow your rules he is he calls himself the president yeah (laughs) the same people well just a few days after that Green opened her big, ugly mouth uh-huh. to complain about the mask mandate during an interview and compared the rule to the persecution of Jewish people during the Holocaust. Yeah. Specifically, she said, quote, you know, we can look back in time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens, so much so that they were put on trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. This is exactly the type of abuse Nancy Pelosi is doing. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> wow. That, the fact that she said that. Yeah. And thought that it was like a reasonable thing to say is just shows you how crazy she is. Nuts. So, of course, she says that. It gets out. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy 
mm-hmm. immediately took to his social media and condemned her comments. Yeah. He said, Marjorie is wrong, and her intentional decision to compare the horrors of the Holocaust with wearing masks is appalling. Let me be clear. The House Republican Conference condemns this language. Yeah. It's, it's, w- which, but they which don't is do anything good. about it. Right. See, that's the thing. It's just all talk. Yeah. It's just all talk. And then in the same breath, he had the nerve to turn around and say that Pelosi needs to mind her Democrats because they have a growing anti-Semitic tone in their party as well. <laughs> like What? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling well, that's you. That's a crazy deflection. Yeah. Right? It's like, just like, so he comes out, condemns her because he has to, and then, and then tries to turn it a little bit yeah. onto the Democrats. Wow. Republicans, man. They're so fucking weird. Hypocritical. This was so bad that even the Auschwitz Museum spoke out mm-hmm. and put out a statement being like, look, lady. Yeah, it's not even remotely the same thing. And the fact that you like, shut your mouth, humor that like it should just be off limits. And I don't know how you make it all the way that high in politics without knowing that you can't make comparisons like that. Um, PETA tried to do it one time. PETA had a whole campaign to like, we're the ethical treatment of animals. And they were taking pictures from the Holocaust and putting them next to pictures from like slaughterhouses and stuff to try to somehow insinuate that these were remotely the same thing. Even the vegans and everything jumped on Pete and was like, you can't, that's yeah. There's just like, there's a line, man. Just socially and, and historically and etiquettely, there's just certain things you don't do. Yeah. And that's one of them. And it's a pretty easy thing to avoid. avoid. I don't know how it just keeps coming up though. So that happened, but did it move her or sway her to apologize? Oh, hell no. She's <laughs> tripling down on that shit, Absolutely sure. not, because this woman's batshit crazy. Uh-huh. Later that same evening, she took to Twitter and shared a news story about a grocery store allowing their vaccinated employees to go maskless. The employees had to wear a little sticker on their name badges indicated indicating that they had been vaccinated. Mm. And Green, in her tweet, compared the stickers to the yellow Star of David that Jews were made to wear in Nazi Germany. Like, this is the same day. Oh, man, that's ridiculous. Especially, think about this. Policemen wear gold badges. Why wouldn't she say that those are the same thing? Like, Yeah, good point. Yeah. You give little kids gold stars in the kindergarten for doing good stuff. Is that not... I mean, like... In her mind, anything can be anything. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to point out. Because like, she's a QAnoner. She's oh, she's a nut. Yeah, they're, they're man. Yeah, she's a nut. And polls are saying that like some ridiculous amount of Republicans believe QAnon bullshit. Like a quarter of them. It's yeah, crazy. They do. Oh, they're in that boat. Well, shortly after those comments on Twitter, a petition was created on Mm change.org urging McCarthy to remove Green from Congress. Like, not just slap her on the wrist like has already been done, but like actually boot Yeah, you got to go. (laughs) Like, look, lady, no. So far, the petition has garnered over 100,000 signatures, which is a lot. Yeah. And Interestingly, the petition was started by a guy who used to be a diehard Trump supporter, Mm -hmm. but who has since, I guess, like seen the light. Yeah. (laughs) And is not only now anti Trump, but changed his voter registration to Democrat. I got to ask, I would love to talk to that person. And I would ask him, like, what happened? Like, what was it? What was the thing that made you realize? Was it was it when he shit on the NFL? Was that it? Did that turn you? <laughs> like, what was the one thing? Was it the shithole countries thing? Was it? Was it when he tossed the 
paper was towels. It, yeah, the, when he threw the paper towels at Puerto Rican people. Yeah. Was it Puerto? Or was Rico. it was it this the January sixth thing? Was it that? Or was it the big lie? You just like couldn't couldn't take it. I would love to know. I would too. I have, I have say the same or similar questions. Anyway, this lady is a lunatic, mm-hmm. and she's currently partnered up with sex trafficking pedophile Matt Gates. Yep, as they travel around the country on their America First tour. Oh my god, that's just that sounds like the worst tour the ever. Name alone, like, it's, makes you know what me it sounds cringe. like? It sounds like a concert that was like Florida Georgia Line and Nickelback, just like terrible. <laughs> Just the worst shit ever. Either way, your ears are going to bleed. Yeah, your ears are going to kill themselves. <laughs> God. So basically, these tours, these events are like Trump rallies. Yeah. But without Trump. Yeah. <laughs> They're essentially keeping the Trump candle burning yeah, by, he, by doing this. He doesn't really seem to be doing anything except running a website nobody reads. <laughs> I know. I know. But so like it's it's similar in that there's like lots of chanting, mm-hmm. lots of Trump-esque lines yeah. like calling the news the fake news media, yeah. referring to um, the government as the deep state. Yeah. Um, and of course, like claims such as Joe Biden isn't the president. And, yeah. Because they one of the things they'll do is they'll go out to these crowds and Matt or uh, Marjorie will be like, who's your president? Yeah. And they're like, Donald Trump is. And yeah. they're like, yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. So they're kind of keeping that going. I wonder... If there's constituencies like that for uh, all the other candidates, like, is there like a group where you could go and be like, who's your president? And they're like, Andrew Yang. <laughs> like, they just didn't get the memo. Like, oh, uh, you're giving me ideas. Yeah. I'm going to go join one for uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I'll just, be like, who's your president? And I'll be like, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. <laughs> like, guess what? It doesn't work like that. Yeah. She didn't win. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> oh, Mayor Pete. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think we should have that for every candidate. Just a group of no. people who just deny reality and just say their president's the one. I mean, it's humorous to think about, but the <laughs> yeah. reality is, is like, that is a, you are damaging democracy oh, yeah. by doing that. You are making a mockery of it. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. I mean, if if you think how the rest of the world must see it, we must look ridiculous. Well, the crowds that attend these things eat it up. I'm sure they do. They love it. They miss their Trump president. Mm -hmm. And they'll chant whatever. And, of course, the media has been at several of these and has interviewed some of those in attendance and basically asked them, like, what are are your thoughts on all of this? Mm -hmm. And they're saying things like, these two, Marjorie and Matt, Mm -hmm. are the only ones telling us the truth these days. Yeah. She's a QAnon nut job, Mm -hmm. and he's under investigation by the feds for sex trafficking minors. Right. Literally, the thing that QAnon is all based on is that there's some pedophile ring in power. Yes. And she's touring with a guy. QAnon is touring with the pedophile ring. I know. (laughs) And no one, they're not batting an eye. I cannot. Um, it's so crazy when they question people like the attendance mm-hmm. of these events like about mm-hmm. all the controversies they're just kind of like eh, think it's overblown yeah. it's misunderstood or i don't think they did it you know wow like what 
What? That's awfully convenient. Interestingly, these events have been attracting protesters as well. Yeah, I'm sure they have. And they're not what you might think. They're not the gung-ho, anti-Trump lefties. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're registered Republicans Mm -hmm. who are scared shitless by what's happening to their party right now. They want the old party back and they want the QAnon nut jobs out. Yeah, and they've been torn to like retirement homes and stuff. Imagine if your like 90-year-old grandma was in a retirement home and you knew she was getting yelled at by those two people. I, I would that to, would be terrible. I'd have to take her out of the home. Be yeah, like, I Nana, Nana, we're moving you. I don't care how nice the home is. You got to go. <laughs> yeah, but it's just interesting that like their own party is protesting them. Yeah. And I think that these events... Plus the recent ousting of Liz Cheney from her Republican committee post Mm -hmm. shows the rest of us like just how divided the Republican Party really is right now. Yeah, and it's funny because they're the people who are always yelling about cancel culture and how bad it is to cancel someone, and then they canceled someone. And Matt, part of his current platform right now is he's referring to himself as a canceled man a canceled man yeah he's like i've been unfairly canceled okay well then but then he wanted to cancel liz cheney that's the irony the irony here they're just all kind of canceling each other Uh uh-huh and i'm over here on the left (laughs) watching the whole thing watching the whole thing just sort of eating my popcorn and enjoying the shit show it is a shit show Well, this contamination of calamities in Congress doesn't just reside in the Senate and the House of the country. There are also some calamitous clusterfucks happening (laughs) in uh, the state houses all around the country. And in fact, this year, 33 states have introduced over 100 anti-transgender bills into legislation. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. The most are Texas with 12 and then Tennessee with 11 anti-transgender bills. Wow. Yeah, um, there's a tracker of this. And if you look at the state-by-state breakdown, it's really interesting because they're almost all southern states. But Maine has one. There are some northern states that do. Well, Maine is an unusual state. It really is. Although it's north and Yankee, question mark? Yeah, yeah. Maine's kind of like Southern at the same time in terms of the types of people who live there. And it's very nature oriented. Specifically, the Maine bill, what I find interesting about it is that I don't I haven't thought enough about this issue, but it addresses specifically women's shelters and whether or not transgendered people could stay at a women's shelter or which ones could. So, yeah, I I tried to think about it for a while and then I was like, (laughs) I. This is an ex- that's an issue I'd have to examine to really get to the bottom of. So what? But they're trying to say that like if you're a, a trans tr- woman, you, you can't go stay in a woman's shelter. Oh, you would right. have to stay at a men's shelter. I guess, which seems like it would go badly. Yeah, or and it also not seems be... like there's less of those. Well, it's just strange to me because if you're okay, if you're someone who's going to be staying in a shelter, presumably it's for a reason. In Maine. By like, way. keep in mind this is in Maine. You're the victim of abuse, or or you've lost your home mm-hmm. or your job, like, or bears ate your house, or, or whatever. bears or moose destroyed your rammed, home, rammed your house down. Either way, trauma. Mm-hmm. You are the the victim of some trauma. Mm-hmm. So now you've wound up in need of a shelter. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything more traumatic than being denied, than being told no because. 
your birth certificate says something else. Yeah, it seems like it'd be hard to enforce, though, because the fa- the odds of one of those people that need to stay in a shelter just happen to have their birth certificate on them is pretty slim. So... I mean, unless they have the gender police, they, they go, they pull a Pat McCrory. Right, that's what I was saying. Like, it's going to be hard to enforce unless they have people going around looking at your junk. But the point still is that they made that law. Yeah, which well, means they, they created the problem. These are bills that are in in debate right now. They're oh, bring, I thought or, you said they passed they're them. Bringing in, they're bringing them into legislation. Some of them are in conference. They're all in different stages. Okay. I decided, hey, well, you know, I should look up other states too like our state how many do we have mm-hmm. well north carolina has one anti-transgendered bill and it um it's the one that a lot of them have and it's to adopt the save women's sports act which oh, is yeah a bill that basically makes it so transgendered people can't compete in female athletics in uh like school and stuff mm-hmm. has that passed or is it still that one's still in limbo it's in the one of the several phases of going through the house so i have no idea Hmm. but i do know this that that act has been like you know there bills all over to try to adopt it and the uh representative here was a guy named representative jimmy dixon at house district four in duplin county north carolina which i never even heard of hell is that (laughs) it's in the middle of nowhere (laughs) the population is fifty nine thousand people so it's some guy from the middle of nowhere that put that very small yeah which is we can't be having no trans folks in our sports teams Uh uh-huh and it's like dude how many of them do you i mean like with a population of fifty nine thousand, there can't be that many transgender people really are the is the the numbers of trans folks just beating down your sports doors just overwhelming you mr dickinson i can't imagine there would be very many with a population that low just math basic statistically Mm -hmm. it's not a problem but much like Maine, they're making it into one right. before it even is. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, another one that's our neighbor, Carolina, South Carolina, also has one, and it's the Save Women's Sports Act, and it oh. came from a guy who's a representative from a district that has a population of like 20,000 people. Even so, smaller. Yeah, which is just fantastic. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and then we have the worst, or one of the worst of the bills, uh, is in Alabama. It's Alabama HB1. <laughs> they give it this name because, you know, they have to be ironic, I guess. The Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act. So it's named something that sounds mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But what it basically does is prevent gender change therapy for minors. Um, so if you're a minor in Alabama, if this bill passes... You will not be able to get gender tra- change therapy from a doctor, period. So you'll have to go to the back alley bootleg, mm-hmm. and who knows what you'll be getting. Yeah, and that includes interrupting patients who are already on therapies like hormones. Oh, I didn't even think of that. So mm-hmm. if you're already transitioning. Uh-huh, and on hormone therapy, if and you're a passes, minor. passes, you lose your... Mm-hmm. Wow. Your doctor would be breaking the law to continue to prescribe you the very hormones that you've been on that's some shit yeah but what's crazy about it is because it's a state law the workaround that they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to drive out of state to the closest parking lot out of state yeah and then do a teleconference call with their doctor and then they can prescribe them 
the that's such hormone bullshit treatment. there that's really putting a lot of burden right. on the patient it, it definitely is and it that just goes to show you that the law isn't really set up to change anything in the world all it does is want to punish people who are transgender because they don't like them mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these laws are they seem like they're logical things you know that somebody maybe thought well, that out. one that one even has the word compassion in right. the title but all they really are is an excuse to Make somebody's life harder and shittier because you don't like who they are and you don't think who they are should exist. And that's why they're horrible. And there's over a hundred of them that are happening. And you should write your congresspeople and tell them to fuck off with that shit because it's not cool. Would you put that in the letter itself? Would you say like, dear congressperson. Yeah, fuck off with this anti-transgender shit, man. This is not cool. Like, why are you doing this to these people for no reason? These people of which, by the way, are a pretty small relative percentage of the population who don't really have a lot of representation, and you're just fucking them over and making their lives shitty because you don't like them. And you're making such a big deal over something that I would wager that that one probably has never even met a transgendered person. I mean, just like... That's such a small district to cover. Yeah. I'm just talking like statistics, just numbers here. No, I heard um, a doctor uh, who does, you know, gender change therapies talking about this exact thing. And she said that the statistics pan out to about the same amount of people are transgendered as have type 1 diabetes, which is the childhood diabetes, not type 2, which is the more common, but the more rare type 1 diabetes. So if I'm sitting here thinking about who do I know who has type 1 diabetes, I don't actually know anyone personally, but I know like someone who knows someone. Right. I went to school with a guy who I think had childhood diabetes. So like, okay, that's about the odds. That, that I mean, like that statistically, means that... it's entirely possible then that you could be a grown ass adult and have never met or known a transgendered person. Yeah, you like saw one, but you didn't know them, right? Yeah, it's entirely possible for that to happen, and that's what I don't understand. Is like that's a small percentage of the population, yet they're making these fucking laws to destroy their lives because they're evil. I think because they're evil. I yeah, I think it's just a misguided sort of approach. Yeah. I think there's some religion involved. You know what it smells a lot like are the pregnancy centers. Yeah. That the Republicans and the mm-hmm. hardcore Christians just love. Mm-hmm. Where they take in young women who have found themselves pregnant. And yeah. Rather than, you know, talking to them about the realities of motherhood and whether this is a good choice or they not. They tell them they're going to go to hell if they have an abortion. Right. And then they help them birth that baby and then kick them out. Yeah. It's so fucked up and I I, I it really bothers me because I, I I can imagine being one of those people who are transgendered and who are just trying to live their lives the best way they can, who have a doctor who's taking care of them and they're going good, their lives going positive, and then the state comes in and just completely blasts you right in the ass with some legislation that just ruins your whole shit. All because of just who you are. Yeah, because of just who you are. Not because you... Not were, because you killed your parents. Yeah, not, not because, because you, you fucking, were bad. Yeah, not because you were walking around with a clan robe. Not because you, like, <laughs> burnt a cross in someone's yard. You're just because of who you are. Yep. It's it's ridiculous. And um, I don't know. It's some cur- congressional calamity clusterfucky bullshit. And the shit rolls downhill. I get it worked up and emotional about I this. I know. Issue. I can tell. I feel it. Yeah. I just, I don't like people getting oppressed like that. It pisses me off. Well, because it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been doing this show quite some time, and we have covered Congress and their fuckery uh, many times 
on this podcast. Indeed. There are several episodes related to that, and if you want to find them, you can find them archived on our website, carolinasnowflakes.com. Or if you want to get on Facebook and discuss congressional crap, you can always do that with other Congress lovers. I don't think that's the right term. On our Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes. And if you happen to be in Congress and making an anti-transgender law, I hate you. Send me an email and tell me something. I don't know. Carolina Snowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.